Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. It's so hard to be a lazy comic. You just can't. Be. You can't. Well, it's not hard to be. It's because very, yeah, it's very easy it's to be easy, a lazy it's comic. Easy to, do, <laughs> to stay up till two a.m. do a show, get home at three, watch an hour of TV, jerk off. Yeah. Watch some more TV. I have to <laughs> schedule to jerking off in my schedule. Are <laughs> you really? Yeah. I have to be like, wow. how, how weird is that? That's yeah. how you know things are going well, though, I think. Yeah. When you I'm, just don't have time. I've started to do that, too. I'm like, hey, man, got to pencil out some time for myself. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Some me time. Some me time. Some spank time, dude. <laughs> it, it, it's, that should be a t-shirt. Spank time. Spank time. Just some I'm, guy I'm shutting sure. the door looking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> great view out there, huh? Thanks, man, yeah. Nice yeah. little pool. It's uh, so great. You know, I, when I first walked in, and I've said this before, I walked in, there's a little gazebo area over there, too, and I, I saw, I was like, man, I'm going to read out there every day. Like, I'm going to get back into reading. I'm yeah. going to buy books. I'm going to get all the Harry Potters. I'm going yeah. to read stuff that's just not... You know, that's out of character. Yeah, like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, yeah. the classics. I, I read yeah. that. No, that's I, every night before I go to bed. No, but like the that's pool. why I jerk off to <laughs> That's your me time. Yeah, yeah blue fish. Wait, the, uh, look at that blue fish. Now, the book or the movie? Uh, uh, well, I, I prefer the book. <laughs> I prefer the book. It, 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 it lets your imagination yeah. run a little more wild when you for get the sure. book there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, Are you a big reader? No, you know, uh, no, I never have been. I read all the required ones for school. Um, the ghost is saying, yeah, he likes to I read. like that. Adam the ghost Ray's, gets mad when you beat off. <laughs> Adam Ray's lamp is going all haunted mansion on us right now. And I just touched the fucking light bulb. <laughs> oh, that had to hurt, huh? That hurt a lot. Um, I can hear the fur burning. <laughs> you can hear. Uh, I can hear the. F- I said. That. I thought you were gonna make some Jewish like burning joke. No, right there. no, that wasn't. I wasn't. No, Sam Tripoli's classy, Adam Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I he wasn't goes, gonna go with that. Yeah, oh. he goes with the fur burning, <laughs> which uh, I think is uh, Eli Roth's new horror movie. Fur, fur burning? burning. Yeah, the fur burning. <laughs> it's also like when uh, when a waxing of a uh, really hairy vagina went poorly. Absolutely, yeah. the fur burning. That's got. I mean, I'm Armenian. We have Armenian. I mean, they gotta spend yearly anywhere from five to ten grand on waxing. They have to drop some serious cash on that. You know how we have like we have to now schedule our masturbation time. Yes. Like like that's the Armenian thing for life. It's like no, okay, from uh, from noon to four. Yeah, I have waxing. Yeah, and then after that, uh, then we then Just we go out. Though- then we do. Uh, What's the thing with the pipe? Hookah. Then hookah. We, yeah, we hookah. Yeah, we, do, we do hummus. We do hookah. We do waxing. Now, you're pretty furry, right? 
You're, you're, no Harry back. No Harry back, but, I mean, but you yeah, got I mean, some like, fur. Yeah, I mean, and, and some, li- but I don't feel like an excessive amount. No, I'm a fur. I don't have a lot on my back. Yeah, I have. I'm furry here, furry here. But I like when I shave. By the end of the oh, day, yeah, like, uh, yeah, totally. It's still no. uh, you yep. can see. Now, if you're a chick and you're waxing, how much does that suck when you wax it and then oh, literally the like the day. three hours later there yeah. is a five o'clock shadow? Yeah. That's got to suck. <laughs> it's just, a constant battle. <laughs> just, I, well, that's just one of many things I think about um, having to – the upkeep of being a, a woman. Well, Seems like well, I, I don't Adam's think, flirting with changing, yes. so, he's, so he's taking stock. That's yeah, what you got to think about. That's what you got to think hey, about. I've got a good friend that made the change. Like, oh, really? no shit? Yeah. You know, you, you know someone that did it? What, from Pepsi the Coke? Hilarious! Come on, it's a hard. It's a hard if that's one to how, do. if that's how you want to decode it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pep- By the way, that's how the uh, the uh, transgender community uh, breaks it down. What's your take on they go, tranny? They go, you don't like the word. They go, I'm going from uh, Coke to Pepsi, and they're like from Fanta to Fresca. There's all sorts of levels. <laughs> that's how deep you go. Yeah, that's from, really uh, deep shit. From from uh, from uh, Minute Maid to Orange Crush. Oh man, <laughs> Wait, that's some deep deep shit. Uh, Mountain Dew to Surge. That's nice. got to be. Oh, yeah. I nice. brought back Surge. That sounds like Craigslist code, doesn't it? <laughs> Looking for some Surge, maybe some Fent. And cops are like, what are they talking about? I don't they know. They can't love soda that much. <laughs> it's got to be illegal. Are these kids in the eighth grade? <laughs> uh, no, I, Tranny, well, I have a joke uh, about, and it's, you know, it's, um, it's a real joke. Like, it really, even though it sounds like just kind of like where I say, and I did it on Ferguson, and they made me change uh, Tranny's ass to transvestite's butt. And I was like, okay, I'll like, so whatever. weird. But, but I got an email, by the way, from somebody. And wait, we talked about this with yeah, Pete with, Holmes. Yeah, with a uh, And I couldn't yeah, find the uh, email. But, um, but yeah, just about how. Uh, they uh, appreciated it? No, the woman was no. She was just like, why would you make fun of that? Why would you use that word? Like, that was awful. You're a comedian. I know you think you can make fun of anything, but like, that was, and I was like, first of all, I wasn't making fun of it. Yeah. If anything, I was celebrating what you got because I, the joke I'd say, like, you know, in LA, you look at like my second week living here, Santa Monica and Highland, where that donut shop is. Oh, yeah. That, that's donut like, time. Dude, donut time. <laughs> They're LA Hollywood. The smell apple fritters makes transvestites want to bump they love- behind <laughs> all night long. <laughs> For sure. It's their fucking. They literally Montel love Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even hearing well, music. They just the smell of fucking, uh, you know, mini donut rolls, bear claws, bear claws. So I go, I go. It's tough to meet him because you look out the window, you see a really hot girl, and uh, there's and, three out there. Yeah, right, right. And in my pool right now. Oh, it's great. Transvestites? No, just no. Hot oh, okay. Chicks. You know what's the creepiest thing to do? By the way, looking at that pool is stand in my kitchen because you have the window looks right out on the pool. Oh, yeah. So when you're like the first time I was like cleaning a dish and I'm looking out and I was just like I couldn't stop watching. <laughs> it's so hard. And then right? I was like, I gotta like close my eyes or like stop cleaning this dish it's like it's like that moment from tommy boy that's <laughs> so funny that, it was that's exactly what it was yeah and then and and then i popped in what are you doing every now <laughs> every now and then there's like a there's this creepy russian guy that lives in the building that i haven't uh, gotten his name yet but i've had two exchanges it's with boris one where it has to be boris, be boris. Yeah. One, one one exchange where i i, I, I we crossed each other boris we crossed <laughs> each other at the gate and he was like hey and I was like, eh, eh. and I kind of like conformed to his Russian, eh. and I kind of instead of me just going like, "What's up?" I went eh, eh, to yeah. right back to him, and then uh, and then another time when when there was a um, uh, a very sweet gay man who lives here who when I first moved in was trying to tell me about the the apartment party that was happening, and there yeah. was no complex party, but he was like, "Hey, you're new here, right?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, there's the a complex um, shindig uh, tomorrow night. You can you you got to be there." And I was like, 
uh, yeah, I just literally just I'm moving in right now. As you can see, the movers behind me. Like I, I don't. I, but I mean, I'm sure. If, will there be a sign for it? Oh, you're think, doing great when you got movers too, yeah. Adam. Right? That's some. That's some great shit when you got dude, movers. I, I'm dude. helping a lot. By the way, up in the world. Can I say something here? Uh, and I'm all over the place a little bit. But uh, we'll focus. Uh, it's but okay. the movers, uh, two very uh, uh, well in shape black dudes. And I smoked a couple of joints before I like was going back and forth with them, riding with them, help, even helping them. I tried to help them at one point, And one of the dudes who's been doing it for like 40 years goes, tell me what you need. I'm going to do it because right now you're in the way. And oh. I was like, oh, shit. I go, I just feel bad. I feel like I want to help because I'm not used to the people doing this for me. And he's like, you're in the way. Tell me what you need. I get it done. And I was like, Magic Johnson cool, moved you in? But yeah. then <laughs> by the way, Lakers by five. Yeah. We'll be right back with the key of halftime. I score. no longer have the HIV virus. <laughs> so he's not coming on the podcast. And uh, so then, but, I, but this is what was trippy about it, being high and watching them lift my shit. It was the closest thing. I, I started to feel like hints of like, I don't know, Slave type shit, man. Because you have black people really? do, like, yes, doing stuff man. for you. Really? Yes, man. I was hot. I think the, the paranoia of being high and watching That's them lift it. this shit. And the fact that I couldn't help. I, I felt very... But you were paying them, right? Yes. Okay, then that goes out the door. I yeah, mean, yeah, so you're fine. You're paying them, I, dude. Yeah. Well, that's your problem. You didn't get open micers to do it for you. That's the point of being no, a headliner. Is exactly. that you? Hey, hey, I got a gig. You want, you, you in want Ventura. some time? Want to play a harbor? <laughs> Move this couch. Ventura Harbor There's Comedy Club. Club. Oh I, I like. I like it, man. I like that club. Uh, uh, go back to the gay guy. So, so he the gay guy's trying to get. He's giving tell me about the party, and then the Russian guy walks by, and and the uh, uh, gay guy tried to tell him about the party, and <laughs> oh, uh, and he just wasn't having it. He was like, he's like, oh, and then he was like, hey, uh, and also do you? Hey, he's like, do you live here too? Right? There, there's a shindig going on. You'll see some flyers that we're gonna do, and he was just like, I don't do, I don't do. That's I, so. Weird. I don't do. Dude. And then he kept walking. Yeah, and I want to be like you don't do the do and pull out the <laughs> surge and be like, are you going from train to fan? Uh, no, no, no. I just don't get. I, just some people are just when it comes to homophobia, they're just so weirded out, and it's just right. I don't get it. I, I just don't. And I, it's maybe because I live in L.A., but I don't ever remember being that guy that had a problem. I, I don't. See what the issue is with what with with somebody being gay. I just no. can't understand it's, that it blows to have. Uh, no, I mean, and I guess you've heard comedians do jokes about like if you do have a problem with it, there's something going on with you, and I, there mean, has got to be something to that. There's got to be. So, I mean, that must mean there's a lot of closeted gay people, <laughs> right? There's like whole states, oh, like, yeah. the whole state of Alabama. Their yeah, flag yeah. should just be uh, in the closet well, door. I, I just, <laughs> I just heard about like all these rappers that people were saying are like gay. And stuff. I've heard like, that Atlanta, a lot. Like, a lot yeah. of like the Atlanta rap scene is like. I've heard that about a lot. Like big like, name P. ones Diddy too. And, yeah, like obviously, like you know. I'm, I'm sure I heard it at the comedy store at three in the morning. Somebody's being like, yeah. "You know, P Diddy's gay," and I'm I've like, heard that. "I've heard Jay Z." Jesus, I, I mean, who knows though? Yeah, but only are, they are, and are they that afraid to like that the whole? But I, but I don't feel like you have to come out. I think it should be like you should have the the if if you want to come out, you should be able to. But I also I think it should get to the point where what you do in the bedroom should be about. As as important as what you how you what you do at the gym. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. it should never it your should, workout regimen. Like, no one knows. You it. have like, to make it a big deal now yeah. because it is like the one of the last forms of prejudice that's 
pretty much acceptable. Like yeah. working are, out, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, people with six pack abs just can't get a break around here. <laughs> but it's like, so I can understand. But if someone doesn't want to come out, meaning it, they don't want to be it to define them. Yeah, yeah. They I can have respect to. that too. Well, because uh, I, I, I thought one of the best ways anyone came out was when Anderson Cooper came out when someone said, "Hey, so what do you uh, mean to say about uh, the rumors about your homosexuality?" He goes. What do you mean rumors? I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. Let's He's move like, on. Yeah. What about it? Nice. And, and he just totally diffused the entire situation. Like you're dumb for even asking me that question. Yeah, it, it's cr- I just perfect. I mean, that's just who I don't know. Maybe I, I'm just I'm a weird person myself. I like weird shit. So I, I just don't see. You do like shit. weird shit. I do. I, you, I'm in the weird shit. You've done a beautiful job of combining the porn and the comedy world with your naughty shit. Well, let's. I mean, oh, I'm, I got. Yeah, I'd like to get into that. Yeah, I, I'm going to read your credits right now that, yeah. I, that I got from IMDb. Okay, you're. You, Somebody. I hope people are updating them. I couldn't give two rats ass. <laughs> you're, I am so unorganized. I'm listening to you talk. I'm like, this guy's got it going on. I couldn't give a rat's ass. <laughs> your credits include live nude comedy, yeah. the naughty show, the sex awards, stripper's guide to fighting <laughs> terrorism, live nude. Girls, like there, there's a theme here. Say, say Craig, you know Craig Ferguson like five times. Yeah, I've done Ferguson twice. Yeah. I did yeah. Ferguson twice. Uh, you know, I've done, uh, I've done cable. I've done network. I've done it sure. all. I just Premium again, bland, all I, I don't shit. necessarily update anything because <laughs> I just like, I like doing what I like doing. Yeah. and and I, you like whores, Sam Triple. I do. I well, I like, I like women who get it. That's how I call. It. I don't want to call them sluts, whores. I go women who get it. Yes, who I know. What we you live mean by an that. amazing time mm-hmm. that women. It's just like. There's statistic teenage pregnancy, not that I hook up with teenagers, down 40%. We live in an amazing time where there's no more shunning and all that stuff, and women can do what they want to do, and I think it's yeah. pretty great. My biggest mistake is I let people define what the naughty show, which was a porno show. And you're like, well, Sam, there's porn stars in it. But like, if it you was look not at, at all. That's the last thing I would actually yeah, say. It was a it. bit, yeah, not. but most people are like, oh, you and your porn show. It's like there's one porn star and like four comics, five comics, Character actors, uh, burlesque dancers, yeah. pole dancers, not like we're shooting ping pongs out of their woo-woos, <laughs> but like legit, like soon will be Olympic sport pole dancing. Yes. I, I, that's my honest yes, opinion. it should be because I've been to some of these clubs where you're like, all right, that. You should be being paid way more also, to do that. Also, 100%. G- gymnastics Sorry. is already semi-erotic with those outfits. Yes. Like, you got to give us something to not <laughs> feel guilty about our boners, right? Yeah, and guess what? Right. I'm not going to watch, you know, ice curling and have them be wearing some fucking sexy, you know, booby outfit. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's some ridiculous hey, sports in the Olympics. Those losers, man. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that ass did, that you see, did, you, did you see the camel toe on the loser as she went by at 120 miles an hour? <laughs> That's a great sport. I don't know why that. It's not bigger. Yeah, Losing is so bad. I don't know yeah. why, like, Iceland doesn't just have, like, that's sure. their mode of transportation. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> right? Like, oh, hey, mom, dad, hey, I'm, all, I'm off to school. Grab, grab your luge, honey. Yeah. I'm trying to do an Iceland accent. I have yeah. no idea what the fuck you, it is. You started doing Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, grab your luge, honey. <laughs> grab, grab, grab your luge. I'm on down the mountain. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I'm going to go jump in some money. <laughs> I, mean, I had another girl say something to me about it. Like, oh, my God. I don't know how your your girlfriend would put up with all these. You're around all these porn stars and strippers. And here's the thing. Never hooked up with one of them. Mm-hmm. Not once. It just, it's not. It's you can't. A, you're, it's professional. It's, I just like the underground. Do you, I mean, I'm a little older than you guys. Maybe no, more older but, than. No, but I, did, I know what you mean by that. Do you know, you like, do you remember the movie The Warriors? Yeah. 
Okay, Warriors, come Warriors. Play. Yeah. The beginning of that movie where the, the guy is people. like, yeah. can you Who dig it? it? Where yeah. what he tries to bring, and this is going to sound crazy, he tries to bring all the underground or the outlaws together. Right. That's what the Nari show was meant to be. All those late night rock and rollers yeah. who couldn't mm-hmm. get on the Tonight Show and all that stuff, they come under one roof and really blow doors off of people. And yeah. I just let it become defined as some porn show, which I never wanted it to be because if you look at the audience, like more than half my audience is female. Yeah. yeah, and people would think it was just guys beating off in like some in some weird gay porn and theater, there, yeah. like on Santa Monica, yeah. which I want to do a show there one day. Oh, sure. Just the spirits of dead theater. gay. I just think it would be <laughs> so hilarious. I don't know what it looks like, but I'm assuming it's a giant room, and you just walk in there and do a fucking show there. How funny would that fucking be? That'd be dude? great. Oh my god. Why they play devil as a bottom behind you? It would be hilarious. <laughs> you know what I love about <laughs> you know what I love about the naughty show that uh, if you haven't seen it uh, and when it comes to a city near you, you got to because you did take it so like the your. Your couch interviews with these girls was so good, man. Thank You're you. such a good it was conversationalist. Yeah. And it was like watching a talk show with these porn stars. And then you had all the elements, like the one that you had uh, me do, where you had uh, people read uh, fake. You had me write a porn fake, star fan mail. A fan mail. So I wrote a fake, which was awesome. And she's on stage, and you had these comics you read. And uh, if you go on YouTube, put in porn star fan mail, and you'll be able to. We turn a couple into cartoons. Great oh, idea. Oh, my God. Yeah. Perfect. One, uh, man, I, there's a couple times in my life. Uh, where I've been doing stand-up, where I'm like, this is one of the greatest comedy moments of my yeah. life, and uh, mm-hmm. I got to see like, I got to see uh, uh, George Carlin his last performance at the Comedy Store. Holy shit! What was that like, real quick? Amazing, and it's like so funny as a comedian as you watch how these guys work because I'm. Always analyzing data. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yep. Like I am crazy. Like a lot of people record their sets. I don't necessarily have to because I'm literally doing the act and analyzing the data as it's going. You, you, know? seem, you see, you do seem like the wheels are always always turning. going. But I mean, not like in a bad way. Where I just feel like sometimes you're always, it's a bad you're, way. Well, no, I just feel like you're you're very aware of what's happening. Yeah, right? I mean, you're, you're locked in. That's why your crowd works so good because you're very present with everything that's happening. Thank you. And it's very. It's like a great story was Carlo Bo back in the day was doing the, the La Jolla Comedy Store. And he goes to the guy running the door. He goes, how many people in there? And the guy goes, uh, he goes, don't worry. I'll count them as I'm doing my act. Which really means he's doing his act right. while he's counting people in the yeah. room. What the fuck? Which is like some weird kind of multitasking iPhone no situation. <laughs> but but that, that, that's actually true what you say because uh, I've had people come to me and go, man, you do the same, like, you're, you're doing the same jokes a lot until you write new ones. Like, does that get boring? I was like, you don't even know what my mind's doing on stage. Yeah. I'm thinking three jokes ahead. I'm analyzing the crowd. When, when are they dropping checks? Uh, are these people talking too much? Are they talking to the level where now I have to address it, or can I? Can Do you I, ever talk check drops it? in here on the show? Have you ever talked to check drops? Uh, I, I don't know if we've talked to people, but uh, it's it's talk about the check now. Drops. You're headlining now. Yeah. You're doing a lot of clubs. Yeah, yeah. Over like last two years, the last year and a half. Yeah, yeah. How much do you hate the check drop? Oh, it's awful. It is and like one club, one club I did where they go, we're going to test it in uh, Cincinnati and go bananas. They go, we're going to test out doing the check drop uh, after your set on one of these shows. And mm-hmm. it was night and day better because I just didn't break any of the flow. That's and the stress I, factor. But, na- does but now I always Jersey. do it's crowd perfect. work during that. As soon as I see it happening, you I start have, doing crowd work. Oh, 100%. You, yeah. They have to have a giant dude sitting by the door yeah. so nobody leaves. And guess what? Sometimes there's like that actually. Uh, 
you know, and I think we like should you, we should explain what the check drop yeah. is. Uh, it, it's during it's during the headliner set where you have to now pay for your drinks and you have to pay for your food, and they come around and they put the checks on the table when, when, and, when you've got about fifteen to twenty minutes yep, left. Of your right, set. and it's so distracting because it's math time. Yeah, because now everyone's doing math. They're splitting bills. They're figuring out who ordered what. Sometimes who ordered gratuity? Yeah, that's the old <laughs> joke. Yeah, yeah. Who ordered, who ordered the gratuity? I think I just heard Sebastian in New York when he's like he's like look at these guys analyze it's not an insurance policy oh <laughs> i'm sure he's got that <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and, and and i mean that that's what you're hoping for is that some dude just goes i got it throw, and throws down a credit card because then so everyone's back watching the show. the show no yeah because you're taken out of the show for a moment and it's really frustrating as a comic and uh adam you talk about you doing crowd work i have a joke in my act that is my check drop joke oh wow. where as soon as i see it happen i go okay go to the check drop joke it, it's a long story so you don't necessarily have to pay attention for the entire one. You can just kind of come in, in and out as, as you please, and it's about a five-minute bit. And, uh, like, yeah, it's annoying as a comic because you're like, I shouldn't have to deal with this. Let me ask you, have you ever but bombed on the road? On the road? Yeah. Uh, yes. Honestly. Yes. Really? Yeah. I, I don't know how that happens, but I've it was a while, I mean, it was I've a while ago. I've one bomb on the road. Uh, and, uh, do, you, do you remember when yeah. or, or where it was? Yeah, Fort Lauderdale Improv. And okay. The, my it's, feature. It's funny because my last bomb was in West Palm Beach in Improv uh, in Florida. So how that, long ago was that? Uh, on the road, it was two and a half years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's this one was. This was like I want to say like eight, nine years ago. Okay. And where was it? Fort Lauderdale Improv. Love that club. And I had let a friend of mine, the, the opener. I go, hey, dude. I'm like too nice on the road sometimes to mm-hmm. the people I work with because I understand like they're not making a lot of money right, right, and they're right. just trying to get to the next level. So I'm like, okay, I'll let you do what you want to do. I'll clean yeah. up. I can clean up 99% of the messes. Sure. And uh, my so I had my opener doing 15. Then I had a guest spot come in there and do 10. So okay, which is already longer than most guest spots do. Most but, right. most time. Then my feature, I don't want to say his name, okay. goes up, runs a light, and does 40. All right. That's a show. That's the show, That's dude. That's a show right there. I walk up to checks being dropped. Yeah. I've never been like. <laughs> and, dude, I literally was like, this is, I, at one point, I've never said this in the wrong way. I've lost everybody. Nobody's listening to me right now. Right. And you know me. I go into Vietnam. Yeah. I'm Patrick Swayze, Roadhouse. I'm looking for left boots. Yeah. I don't get I'm I'm ready for there's, anything. There's no hole you can't dig yourself out of. No. Yeah. Except for this one. This one. It was just like the, it, the guy went too long. It was the late show. Right. There is something great though, as much as that sucks. Like there's something great about like knowing that like how uh and I I feel like the more crowd I'm doing, I'm getting to a point where there's no situation I feel like I can't handle like rowdiness or distraction or whatever to be able to reconnect the crowd. Stand up Swiss Army knife out of yeah. No, but like you're like and I've watched you do it a lot at the store and I definitely uh you and Harlan Williams are the reason I started like really actively doing crowd work. No, really? Yeah. Um and so, so anyway, my point being it is kind of not cool, but just interesting to hear that there was one time that you literally couldn't like. Well, because if, if, if for, you think a, for about a little it, bit it of time, sense. I'm sure you got yeah. back on track. But like, oh yeah, no, like it was literally a bomb of fuck of uh, like, uh, like it started good and then it went really bomb. Yeah, and then Do you it remember went, anything you were saying to try to like? No, I just at you, some point I'm like, I've lost everybody. <laughs> what the? F-? And, and like, I have this thing where I can flip it by like going at yes, them, yeah, and yeah. usually yeah. they come back. Yeah. They think that's they funny. Laugh, they're like, oh yeah, we are shitty right now. Once right. the blue moon, 
they'll be like, oh, are you yelling at us now? And that's what happened here. On top of not making us laugh. Yeah. Now you're not funny. Now you're angry. <laughs> check, please. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. We, we already, already paid it. it. Yeah, we so already paid the check. See you later. And I forgot something you were talking about earlier about, like, oh, the email that you got. Mm-hmm. And, like, like, you know how many people watch you do that set? And like one person emailed you yeah. was upset about By the that. Way, one, yeah. In a weird way that got to, in a weird way it kind of yeah. got the only like six or seven tweets, a couple direct messages from people uh, who are like also in the business who were like never seen amazing. you before. And all I can think about is that one email that was right. like, "You just you have just wronged the community I, of." I think that's what's wrong with comedy. It's just like <laughs> comedy clubs or anybody would take that one email, think it represents two billion people, yeah. and they would just blow it out. I mean, dude, the fact that you did a let's say how many let's say three million people watched your set. Wow, that's one generous. guy called you. Yeah, I know. That's incredible. Yeah, for sure, that's yeah, great right. odds. You yeah. couldn't get anyone to agree on that on anything else. Yeah, you're right. Now, oranges or apples? Go ask those three bitches outside. They've been. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And you're like, fuck, I can't get consensus from three chicks on fruit. Right? But you're asking everybody to agree with you on tranny ass. <laughs> and, they, and, and they followed him on it. They're like, what? yeah, what? I'm liking these jokes about the transsexuals. I, I think chicks that's with the, dicks. Let's do it. Where we're going wrong is that we keep, we keep allowing the, the few to di- dictate to the masses. Yes. Like, if I do a comedy club, I know this. And, like... I don't always get ba- ass back to every comedy club, but I don't care because I know when it's a good show. You're putting on the show that you're going to If I'm leaving on. with no merch, yeah. if I'm leaving with no merch and you a line around yeah, ass you to tell me all how much, your stuff. I know you're I did good. well. I did, right. you, just, you, just, uh, you said you just did that in your home club, right? Yeah, it, uh, it was great. Syracuse? I did the 4th of July, mm-hmm. and they're like, it's going to be a shitty week, bro. I'm like, well, you're bringing me home to hang out with my mom. That's really all I want to <laughs> yeah, do. I got, I go, I got my trip covered. It's yeah, fine. As long as you acknowledge it's going to be awful. And not expecting miracles from me, yeah. I'll go in there. Because sometimes they'll do that. They'll be oh, like, yeah. oh, we're going to give you a little less money. It's going to be a bad week. And then when it's a bad week, they're like, how's oh, it a bad week? I'm like, well, that's what, yeah, that's what we you agreed told upon. Me. Yeah, yeah, You're you told calling me. me in because you know it's going to be hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you put a show on versus the Super Bowl. We, we, we acknowledge that five people are going to show I up. I think so I've played every holiday this year. I think yeah. I've literally, <laughs> For real? like me and Hallmark are just killing it during holidays. <laughs> What's a flag day turn up? <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awful. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like, I did the 4th of July, I did the 4th of July. Notorious bad comedy weekend. Over and under the staff had Unless it at Will 20. Smith. Unless you're Will Smith. Unless yeah. it's Will Smith yeah. and Aliens. <laughs> oh, staff had it over and under at 20 yeah. people in the crowd. Wow. Over 80 showed up, which in a normal day would be horrible. Yeah, that'd be death. But, but 4th of July, that's, yeah. that's a great day. And by the way, in a place, uh, and here's what, what, what else you're fighting, uh, that, that was in New York, right? Yeah, yeah, upstate. Yeah, so that's in a place that normally has shitty weather. So the 4th of July, that's their time. Like, we have to all go outside. Cabin fever, man. You have to go outside. So it's very hard to get people to come into the comedy club when you're doing a weekend like that. So the fact that you got that, fucking great. Yeah, that's right? That's a win. You know Isn't what I mean? Isn't it crazy that we work best when it's fucking freezing? Like, that's yeah. the prime times to work. Yeah, like, uh, I'll go to Pittsburgh and do the Pittsburgh Improv, and it'll be, like, the, the first sunny weekend they've had in four months, and I'm just sitting they're going, 
fuck? Yeah, right? God damn it. Why is it nice outside? Why I, can't it be a blizzard tomorrow? I always show up, and they're like, oh, dude, should have been here last week. It was packed. Oh, this week, man, God, it's Great. it's the pumpkin festival, yeah. man. It's like, you should be there. It's like pumpkins and naked it. chicks. It's, Yo, everyone's there. I don't I even know why I'm here. I wish yeah. I was. <laughs> chicks dressed in pumpkin outfits yeah. with pumpkin t- spice titties. Yeah. Oh, is there, have you been trumped by weird festivals like that Oh, wait. Dude, literally all the time. Name some of the weirdest fe- like. Uh, where, where, I mean, like I, I was just, in Central California. It was the Avocado Festival. Yeah, I couldn't sell a, a damn ticket. No, but really? That's a big deal. Yes. yes. See, Brad, I get that though. <laughs> Brad, I feel like you mm-hmm. sell out everywhere you go all the time, and it's just like some fuck. You like? I'm glad that that reputation is out I, there. That's about how me. I feel it is for he you. I well. feel like the that glory. Well. That's that you, exactly how you it have is. a great <laughs> career going. That's, that's what I feel. Man. That's he does well. You know what? He does well. He doesn't do avocado well. I mean. Compete with avocados every I mean, week. To me, it's like they're, a deer they're, hunter. They're, they're ripe for like five minutes. How the fuck do I compete yeah. with that? You kill it though, dude. <laughs> Your five minutes is stronger than an avocado's five minutes. Oh, yeah. I, that's, say, that, that's saying something. And I think the good people of Subway might object to you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm, 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 I'm doing okay. It's no, I'm sure you're killing it. I've heard nothing but amazing things about you on the road. And, well, thanks, you know, buddy. So it's really fun to watch people grow. Well, hey, I heard about you recently. Because oh, I was God. over, because I was blotter. Because I was over at a, a, a Jumbo's Clown Room. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please tell the audience what that place is. Jumbo's Clown Room. Uh, if you put a strip, cl- if you took a lot of LSD and then went inside a strip club, that is what Jumbo's Clown Room is. Uh, it's right off Sunset Boulevard. Pictures of clowns on the walls. It's uh, burlesque dancing. So it's not like just. It's not nudity. It's, no. It's, uh, it's bikinis. It's, it's like really hot, tatted skin. up chicks. Yeah. In bikinis doing. Yep. Or, or just any kind of alpha doing amazing burlesque. Yeah, one guy yeah. had an Akeem Olajuwon jersey on. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was awesome. It was, it was shout out to 1994. <laughs> hey, shout out to Otis Thorpe. Shout out to Otis Thorpe. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, drink twelve for the first Otis <laughs> Thorpe reference on this podcast. Uh, but yeah, so I'm there. I'm there in Jumbos, and uh, there's a there's a, a, a dancer that came over and goes, "I I think I know who you are. Who are you?" And I go, "Oh, my name is Brad Williams." And she goes, "You're a comedian, aren't you?" I go. Yeah, McMean. She goes like Sam Tripoli. Yeah, and I, and I went, hey, Boom, I'll look take at that. Take like it, not like George Carlin. Yeah, not like <laughs> Russell Peters or yeah. any of those. Not no, like, like Rita Rudner. Not like Rita Rudner. Well, I mean, who is Rita yeah, Rudner? Yeah. Really, there's only Rita one Rudner. Rita Rudner. There's only one Rudner. That's. <laughs> I think she's putting on that one act at the Mirage in Vegas. <laughs> this only one. That's Rudner. when she just finally like loses it, and she's just like, "There's only one." She got in a conversation where somebody was like, "Someone's doing some of your shit, Rita." Like they're, they're like starting to like try to be the new you and she's like there's only one right there yeah. <laughs> nothing's weirder than when a chick goes third person that's some weird shit <laughs> you will eat jessica's pussy what, <laughs> what? Yeah. when's that come yeah from? when's jessica showing Who up is jessica <laughs> yeah no no where, I, I'm jessica. <laughs> where did you start comedy i started stand-up comedy in las vegas and i, I and it's very interesting because when I it, Vegas has a kind of growing comedy scene right yep. now. Yeah, yeah. That you know, there's like six or seven clubs. Right. And, and uh, South Point Casino does a midnight show on Fridays. That's like thirty at twelve thirty. It's great. Right. Yeah, thirty at twelve thirty. Uh, my buddy Gabe Lopez. Yeah, yeah. great guy. Puts it on and it's a fantastic show. It's if, if, packed. Ever in Vegas and people like everyone's like, hey, dude, we should do a dirty show too. And it's like it's finally. When because, you started, though, it wasn't like that, huh? Oh, dude. When I started doing comedy, man, everybody wanted to be Seinfeld. He's kind mm-hmm. of the, the gold standard. You right. know, everybody wanted to be Seinfeld and wanted to have very clean observational stuff. 
That's yeah. not me. The whole no- and Seinfeld's one of my favorites. Yeah, sure. but you know the notion that if you work this way, better things will happen. I just don't get it. It's yeah. like you know, it's like you have a voice inside you, whatever that voice is. That's the best you can be. If you follow that voice, you do that voice. Yeah. That's the best you can be. Now, the whole notion is maybe we, if we all work the same way, we could be Russell Peters. That, not everybody can be Russell Peters. No, right. Not everybody can be Michael Jordan. Some people can only be Craig Hodges. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and oh, I, my God. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of Bill Cartwrights out there. Yeah. <laughs> but they but work. They make they money. Work, they and they're money, the best. And they're essential to what's happening. Exactly. So, like, I always... Can't win those titles without Horace Grant. 100%. Horace Grant. Dude. All those guys. Robert Ory should be a Hall of Famer. He That's a whole be. different... He yeah. will be. He should be. He yeah. might not be. I, which is crazy. Like, is you don't crazy. win that many championships. And if he was just a guy on the bench, like, hey, I Mark was just having to be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's not that guy. No, he's, he's the guy hitting the threes that are daggers and murdering right. the Yes. He's not. That like, are either putting them over the top or getting them back into the game. There's a reason why three different teams he were on, that he was on, yeah. won championships. That's insane, by the not way. Just, not just a championship, Multiples. multiple yeah. championships. Yeah. Rockets, Lakers, Spurs. So, so he's I, good. you know, I always had, I always. I grew up. By the way, that's three of the five starting <laughs> lineup for the Houston Rockets ninety four. That will be the name of this episode. <laughs> Otis Thorpe, Olajuwon, Robert yeah, Ory. Yeah, yeah. Shout out H Town. Yeah, we, we've got we've got at least thirty minutes left to get our Vernon Maxwell, Kenny Smith name dropping. Hey, Kenny Smith, fuck Clyde Drexler. He made that team. Bro. Oh yeah, well they won no, the year before. Yeah, but I'm talking cool about the got. original Rockets. Oh, okay, okay, Vernon okay, Maxwell. Okay. I'll give it to you. I, yeah. I'm very much a Vernon Maxwell guy. Matt, like me too. Matt where Max. sometimes I want to go Matt into Max. the crowd and start choking people. Who did he choke? Again, well, he really like he had a uh, he had a, a kid that passed away, and like he was oh, playing, and somebody shit. made a comment in the crowd, oh, oh, and he goes into the crowd and starts racking Good. him. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, dude, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm cool right. with that. I'm all right with that. Uh, now, are Draw you? The line somewhere. Yeah, see, now, and maybe, hey, maybe uh, our test had something like that with the water. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I mean, the you whole notion know. that you're just supposed to sit there. No, I can mm-hmm. play so far, but once in a while, you're going to go somewhere. Where it's, okay, man, the man. Let's have a little discussion. Yeah, right. There's this kid on Twitter that recently started going at me for some stupid thing I put on. He said it was someone else's joke, and it it's so simple. It's not even a joke I'm doing. It's for some personal for myself. Mm-hmm. But he started like doing. I'm like, dude, are you the comedy? Please shove the badge up your ass. Oh, is that supposed to be funny? I go, okay. Comedy's a small world. I'm going to see this kid, and I'm going to beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to beat the fuck. You're a fighter. I'm not a fighter, but I'm going to let him know that, yeah. you know what? Sometimes you're going to say some shit, and it's going to come back at you. Yeah. yeah. You can, the Twitterverse, nobody can touch each other. Yeah. Comedy store, yeah. lie, I'll fucking choke you out. <laughs> and by the way, if... I'll the, go Maxwell on you. If the, I'll go Vernon Maxwell on you. If <laughs> who do we got left? Bouncers, do we got left? Yeah, if the bouncers see Tripoli and some no-name guy, who do you think they're helping? They're not going to help anyone. They're, they're keyboardists in Death Cab for Cutie. I mean, we got, we got emos bouncing at that place. Yeah, man. And they got one big black bouncer, and all I do is see him hitting on white chicks. I've never seen anybody fighting anybody. But back to what I was saying. Vegas. So I was a very... Yeah. I, was a, I grew up on, like, Dice, Sam Kennison, oh. Eddie Murphy, George Carlin, Bill Hicks, uh, you know, and it's very interesting that the only one that's still alive and doing it is is Dice, Dice, you know, all the rest have passed, but I loved edgy, you know, in your face stuff. Were you that type of person too? Like in t- yeah, just or did you oh. turn into it because you were influenced by those comments? Maybe a little both. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. a little both. But like at school, would you like what? How, why were you? How were you funny to to kid, to your friends and stuff? I was just quick witted. Yeah, always. I was just uh, you know what's so funny. Uh, 
when we were kids, we never swung on each other. We did for a little while, and then everybody kind of agreed, like, hey, dude, this sucks. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Nobody, yeah. nobody wins here. Yeah, yeah. nobody wins here. Because so our lunch, we, somebody takes our lunch because we abandoned our lunch to fight. Yeah. And we right. go back to school with bruises. Yeah. Chicks don't like bruises. <laughs> no, no. Like chicks don't dig bruises. Yeah, yeah, Doesn't work. Yeah. But, but so we became verbally abusive. Like, mm-hmm. we, awesome. we would just sit each other. There was a booth at, in, at a place called Pontillo's Pizza, and there's this one booth, and whoever actually got into the end of the booth just got laid into <laughs> by everybody. And because they're all facing them like a yeah, roast almost. And just anything would just start murdering each other. And because, you know, it's like my generation was the first of the broad divorce generation where yeah. their mm-hmm. parents started getting divorced, and right. like that was psychologically messing with a lot of people at the time. Oh, yeah. Because no one else was going through it. This was like kind of the first generation where it's like mass divorce is happening. Yeah. Why couldn't it be like the 50s where the guy just went out and banged all the broads yeah. he could, Mad Men style, yeah. came home, kept the family together. Yeah. What the fuck? I'm paying bills. <laughs> I'm paying for diapers. Zip it. Uh, all right. So you, so you guys would like yo mama joke each other. And oh, like but that. like we would lay into so like you were like, yeah. your buddy who was getting, like, going through a divorce. You would like. He would lay into me and then i would lay into him that we'd just lay into each other and i got very thick skinned through sure. that sure you yeah, know i so. got the got the feelings of verbal abuse pounded out of me very early mm-hmm. so which later on in life comes a very powerful tool for myself but back then and then i got to go the triply low blow which i go to college college changes everything because yeah. i was super funny in, in high school but in my high school funny wasn't sexy yet Funny was like like okay you're, you're funny but you're, you're a yeah. clown you're, you're a clown yeah. you're an idiot you're whatever right. you're an idiot for being funny that's yeah. fucking nuts that there was a, there was a time when that's how it was well being somebody called, told me that if I didn't know you I think you were retarded <laughs> that I was <laughs> because you were told too, that by a friend of mine and you know what though that's that's a like because maybe comedy like was it just wasn't didn't have the um, uh, it wasn't revered to be like a really smart thing, yeah. but also like they would say that because they couldn't have a comeback for what you right. said. One hundred. So that was that, that was yeah, their that's defense. All they got. Like, oh, oh, what? Oh, you fucking dude! What are you stupid? Yeah. For saying something like what, that. Are you an idiot? Yeah. Which, which, when you think about it, is like that's the stupidest thing you could say. Right. One hundred percent. You should just you're, say, "Bravo, man! Defeat. I yeah. can't come back." Yeah. Now. Right. Admit you're wrong. That's a, that should happen. Admit uh, you're wrong. So I go to college and shit changes. Like, all of a sudden, funny is sexy. Mm-hmm. And I just start going on a tear. Then I go and I join a fraternity, and I'm, a, oh, like, Jesus. lethal fast, yeah. dude. Like, I'm not waiting around for feelings. In better, in better jokes. Both. Okay, good. Both. I mean, I'm a freak. <laughs> I'm Armenian on top of that, which, like, we're shady people sexually anyways. Are you really? Oh, yeah. What are the stereotypes of Armenian sexually? Armenians are very conservative people, you know, but... Right. So, se- so sexually, I mean... Sexually, they're deviant. I mean, it's pretty much the- all the bad guys in the uh, Taken movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are Albanians. Oh, okay. And they make us look like fuzzy bunnies. <laughs> Albanians are even crazy. Like, Roe, the waitress, the gorgeous like yeah she's albanian yeah that's crazy time yeah (laughs) like albanians are known in new york city for like shooting somebody dead calling the cops on themselves and then waiting for the cops to show up like that's the type of crazy albanians all right yeah so so armenians aren't that armenians they're the ones who right who get behind girls at the clubs and go and just yeah but But they're also the ones who like (laughs) if you hang out by donut time enough you start seeing like (laughs) white bmws driving around shit like uh, yeah man i mean like 
I've met a million. Like, I want a bear claw. It's yeah. dirty. And by bear claw, I mean penis, uh, penis <laughs> yeah. and clit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my biggest fans early was this tranny on Melrose who mm. looks like a chick. And she would always talk to me. And then I found out later she was a tranny. And I, I like at that time, I'll take any fan I can get. I Still, if I can get the trannies <laughs> to come check out my show, I'd be the happiest human being hey, in the world. Kathy Griffin has the gays. Yeah. You could have your transsexuals. 100%. Perfect. Quick question. How'd you find out? What? You said I found out later she was a tranny. She told me. Oh, okay, okay. They, sure. they call each other special. That's why I'm a special girl. You're like special. Like, what do you mean? And then they tell you. Like, what, you can do, like, calligraphy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I can. With my penis. <laughs> That's hilarious. So she told me. Then she would go, like, what are you? She go, what are you? I can't tell you. I'm going, I'm Italian Armenian. She's like, oh, Armenians. And she would tell me, like, their reputation oh, of wow. being, like, not, I love being Armenian, but yeah, the sick fucks, you know? <laughs> so did you like hear that and go, man, I really got to step my yeah, game Yeah, I got to meet some tranny. <laughs> Wait, so, um, okay, so Vegas, so you're, no, co- college, you're cleaning up in college. And yeah, being, uh, and it's great. So I start doing comedy. And, that, and all, by the way, the, the, the amount of reception and response you're getting from now, uh, people not being like, you're an idiot, being like, dude, please... You're getting invited to more shit, right? Yeah. I want you around. So that's yeah. just that's building your confidence in being funny, right? Right, right. One hundred percent. And uh, so I started doing stand up, and I was, you Somebody know, somebody tell you, or did you just start to do it? Well, I joined an improv troupe thinking that was stand up. I didn't know what stand up was. What was uh, the troupe called? Do you remember? Uh, well, it was, a, weird it was name. a college troupe, but they brought me to another troupe, and then we hated. The guy who ran everything because he was just shady. So we and that guy Mario Eli of the Houston Rockets. <laughs> there we go. Well done. He's never Adam, there. Right? He well always done. had a basketball. I'm like, this isn't basketball. I should said Matt Bullard. Yeah. Like, Don't pass. Yes, and we need yes, <laughs> yes and. <laughs> so we quit. We started a group called the Mutiny. And Ooh. to this day, the mutiny just, I think, ended. <laughs> I like that. Let's just, I, I let's like just that first title. not brush over Brad's response to the... Oh, whole, well, because normally, like, improv troops are so, like, we're, we're the Zip Zap Zops. Yeah. You're like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah. fucking kill yourself. By the way, Brad was kicked out of the Zip Zap Zops <laughs> All right. two, two weeks ago. To you, no callbacks. To, to you, Zip Zap Zops, fuck you out there. You, wanna, you, know, you want a dwarf on your troop? You hide his pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, we're just worried that every suggestion would be Wizard of Oz, so we just want to go... <laughs> He's going to go a different way. Every scene, they're like, man, we're on space. And Brad's like, anybody want a lollipop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a, it, it's a colonial America. Uh, you're a cobbler. <laughs> Damn it, Brad. <laughs> Every sketch you ruin with the fucking Munchkin song. Like like Jimmy Fallon laughed in every sketch. I just come in. Uh, not again. That's oh. hilarious. Not again. All right, so, so Mutiny's performing. Mutiny performs. Yeah. And does really well, and we uh, we pick up oh, oh, this guy Victor Isaac, who's a comedian yeah. actor in L.A. Now was like, "You're really funny. You should do stand up." And I'm like, "That's what I've been wanting to do." He's like, "Come do it." So he brings me to this open mic in Vegas at the time was like ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, mm-hmm. there was one open mic every other week. Oh boy. In the That's whole, yeah, in, in the all, whole city of Las Vegas, of this, Las Vegas, the city of entertainment. one open mic, Jesus yeah, Christ. every other week, where and you can't get everyone's trying to make. It. And if you don't know anything about comedy, uh, if you're just starting out, you can't just go, oh, there's a bunch of shows in Vegas. You can't get on those shows. Oh like, no, especially then. Then they didn't use any local comedians. Right now, that's all they use are local <laughs> comics. Yeah, and and you could be dirty. We'll get into that, but so I go do this open mic. 
and the first time I gig, I destroy. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you destroy your first time, you're like, I'm the chosen one. Right. I'm the chosen one. I'm the one. next guy. You know, I thought I was going to be what Gerard Carmichael is right now, you know, <laughs> doing comedy for two weeks, doing HBO specials. Right. Super crushing it, yeah. you know. I, that didn't go. That's not how it went. Next show, I bomb. I bomb so hard. Now I'm chasing the dragon. You right. know what I'm saying? Because you've had it. I've you had know, it. I've had a taste. Like. I want to get a right. shot again. Yeah. I need it. So I realized I can't do an open mic once every two weeks. No matter where you are doing, I've said this on podcasts before, no matter where you are, you could be doing an open mic on Mars. Someone would be like, you know, in New York City, they get five spots a night. That's, where, <laughs> that's the mecca of comedy. Right, so right, you're right. like, fuck, I got to get up a lot. Yeah, so yeah. At this point, I decide to make my own shows. Mm-hmm. So I literally, every night, I go find a different bar, and I go, what's your slow night? Blah, blah, blah. Give it to me. And I would create my own comedy nights where I hosted. Right. I was a black comedian before I even knew there was a black comedy scene. <laughs> Have you ever done black comedy shows? Yeah. The, com- the, the host is the show. The other comedians are commercial breaks. <laughs> In between the 30 minutes of yeah. each comedian. Yes. The host has no concern about anybody else. No. Yeah. I, uh, I, I once made the mistake of agreeing to headline a black comedy show. And uh, after the host did a tight 45, uh, then we started the show. And then you're like, oh, okay. I'm not going on for another three hours. We talked about, who did we talk about this with? With Dion Cole about how like we yeah. both. The first few times, like first uh, all black show I did was op- a hosting for Sinbad at the Ontario Improv, and I, for whatever reason, thought I needed to get up there and go, "How y'all feeling tonight?" <laughs> black guys, I've never white said guys that love doing any that. show. Yeah, we we, we all uh, I've made that mistake, and Sinbad was even like, "Yo, man, just do you, just do you, man. Yeah, like, that ain't you. <laughs> so be you. Yeah. They're gonna like you. They came here for me, but they're gonna like you too." And yeah. I was like, "You're right, man. It's so true, man." Then uh, I grew Adam up- Ray got to say the words, "You're right, Sinbad," and yeah. then like die a happy man. <laughs> Is yeah. he in your phone? Yeah. And he, whoa. Do we, we would st- do, that was one of the best weekends of my life because, and we'll, we'll get back to this real quick, but uh, uh, he was the first stand-up my dad showed me. First comedy I remember seeing was John like Belushi SNL stuff, being like, what the fuck is that? Like, what is he doing? How old are you when you saw Belushi? Uh, stand-up SNL for the first time. Oh, my parents were still together, so that was, um, thanks for bringing that up. That was, uh, <laughs> no, that was uh, I don't know, like I was maybe seven or eight. See, yeah. that's the thing, and I don't want to go off, but yeah. everyone racks Saturday Night Live. Like, they're like, oh, it's not as good as it used to be, because it's not for you. It's yeah. for the 13-year-olds. and 14- we, Staying me and up my on best friend in night. high school yeah. used to watch it at night and reenact yeah. every sketch yeah. in school the next day Dude, for in everybody. In high school, we would have parties to watch it when Will Ferrell was doing the cheers. Yeah. We would literally, Lord- on a Saturday night, go to somebody's house and hang out and do whatever high school, and everyone's trying to finger check, whatever. There's other <laughs> shit going on. But SNL's on, when it was on, everybody right. came in to watch it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, is, is and Lauren is actually quoted as saying, everyone's favorite cast is the cast you saw in high school. Yeah, like, cause, 100%. Because that's when you discovered it and went, oh, Oh my God, this is awesome. And so, it's meant for kids, yeah. you know? So yeah. people rack it, but back to what you're But doing. so Sinbad uh, 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 was the first stand up I saw. And then some, when I, I brought my dad out, when I hosted for him in Ontario, and so we got to see him live and I was on the show, it was awesome. But Sinbad loves basketball so much. We would stay at the improv till 2, 3 in the morning talking all sorts of shit. Obviously, like he's. You're just, telling me a black guy loves, lo- loves basketball. I don't know if I believe yeah, this yeah, story, yeah. Adam Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've <laughs> lost me. <laughs> Easy lollipop. So we, yeah, so we, oh, no, I'm not talking about I'm not, I'm not basketball. Yes. And Are there any black, Canada, tiny people comics? Canada Jet Smith. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Are there any black, That's tiny a great comics? Question. Uh, I've never met Because there's two things people yeah. love tiny people sure. and black people. Oh, my if God. If there was a black, 
tiny person, it's all over. heads would explode <laughs> when they walked like, on stage. Slay, I've never seen a black dwarf stand up. Holy God. I got <laughs> it. would be the only black. What would his name be? Here's the only black. Selwyn. <laughs> the only black what? midget that I heard is famous is the guy who sometimes plays Mr. T on now here on oh, Hollywood yeah. Boulevard who gets arrested for blowing dudes in the parking lot. Yep. <laughs> right? That's my friend Selwyn. <laughs> no, uh, Justin Martin, I go, for your birthday, I'm going to get you a blowjob from Mini T. And he'd be like, oh, why are you doing that? I go, if I'm a gay guy, that's the trifecta. So, so, sure. So, black so, dwarf. So, Okay, done. Famous black at, dwarf. So interracial. After yeah. he blows him, does he go? I swallow the fool. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, uh, dude. Wow, that's crazy. Um, Sinbad knows everything about basketball. His story. He's of a years. huge yeah. Sixers fan, right? He, he he loves the Heat. Like LeBron okay. and D Wade are his dudes. But yeah, uh, maybe Sixers. Because back in the day, when the, when the Sixers were taking on the Lakers, Probably. he mm-hmm. was talking about how much Philly needs this championship. Oh, for real? Oh, okay. So I'm you know, so know, yeah, he's, got, he's a huge. That uh, we could all, by the way, if this was a separate podcast, we could talk hoops for I feel like ten hours. And sure. one thing I do want to talk about before we get back to the Sam Tripoli comedy story is uh, our relationship with hoops. Because uh, my uh, when I broke my ankle playing basketball, yeah, uh, it was because of a. And I always reference you in it. I go, I was receiving a Sam Tripoli chest pass <laughs> on a fast break. <laughs> And I fundamentals, fundamentals dude. I use dude. pan. I throw thumbs out. And, yeah. And what happened? And it, we were killing it our, this day. I think we played like you know, I get like six games at this elementary school in Beverly Hills, and and uh, which was just the best. And uh, outdoor basketball is the best, but this court was the worst. But you didn't care because you're having such a good time. Yeah. So I'm running course. downhill on a fast break, <laughs> and I go to the left, and then I I, I hear Sam like you know uh, you know Ray, and I turn to the right to cut back, and a beautiful chest pass coming my way, but my foot was like, hey man, you were going. Going that way. Now yeah. you're going that way. That ain't cool. <laughs> yeah, but there's one thing I'll say about you, Adam, is like you're a great comic. You're, you're but you are not a gentle, delicate basketball player. <laughs> you are a bull in a china shop. I yeah. was like, well, when you played in the rec- comedy yeah, rec league, I'm yeah. like, oh, I got cover this dude. Yeah, I said, Sam, we're yeah. gonna be banging we, dog. That was the and you you were the only <laughs> you were one of two people other than Willie Mack that would like really. Be physical. And I love that shit because I – and I never complain about when I get it because I know that I dish it back out. So when there are people mm-hmm. like Sam that come along that are like, I'm going to fucking grab your jersey. <laughs> I'll I'm cheat. Gonna, I'm going to hold – I'm going <laughs> to fucking elbow you. I'm going to like deny you when you're running down court just like – just jogging down court. This was Bill Lambeer against Kurt Rambis. Oh, it Holy was, shit. One time intense. Brett Morin had the balls to – in a blowout – Win over us to try to do an alley oop to Willie Mack at the oh. end of the game. And I grab Willie Mack and I go, "Dog, you're gonna pay for that." He goes, "Well, I'm going, I'm gonna fucking rack you, dog." <laughs> so next time we play, he goes around the thing and I just come up and I just lay the hardest screen. pick screen on this dude. <laughs> he comes out. And he's like, what the hell? I go, don't ever oop on me again. <laughs> don't ever oop on me. Yo, I'm old school. Dude. Please That's... hashtag Sam Tripoli. <laughs> don't ever, don't oop, ever oop on me. <laughs> if you don't make when that... you're blowing me out. If you don't make that t-shirt with your face, don't ever oop on me. <laughs> Whenever I see Willie, I know I go, I go dude, we're going to bang all love. He yeah. goes, I got it. And we're going away. Yeah. You have to have that mutual respect. But it's also like you and I, like, you know, a a great respect off the court. Yeah, 100%. But but that's what makes it fun. But also, like, hey, man, a little bit of that respect off the court goes out the window when you (laughs) get on the court. Because, like, when, like, he would literally, like, there were times when I'm just like, fuck, it was making me work harder. And there was one game when I, like, because I would have to. Yeah. 
Because you're such a bull in a china shop. Yeah. If I, got I would have to down pick low, you up. It was over. I would, spin I would have around. To, yeah. yeah, I'd have to pick you up. Yeah. at the three point and line then, and, and then, body you up yeah, before you could pain. run down. Yeah. and and uh, a set up. Yeah, because uh, if you don't know about my basketball game, I was the tallest kid in uh, in sixth grade, right? Uh, so I played post, but I shot threes all day because Larry Bird was my favorite player. So I was a fucking fat, tall kid. We've talked about this with Eric Griffin. You were Arvidas Sabonis. I was yeah. Arvidas Sabonis. Uh, uh, Eric Griffin uh, nicknamed me Quick Fat, uh, and it, it spread that's like a great wildfire. name. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about making a movie about it because I, I was a fat kid. I was faster than most skinny kids because I just wanted to be. But I shot threes all the time. But I was big, so I had a post game. Elijah Wong was my favorite player. I'd always spin moves. Then I get to high school, and I'm six one, and everyone the centers are six nine. Yeah, so I have to play a wing and shoot threes which right. is fine but the, I have always post moves so that's why in these rec leagues when I'm still I'm not the tallest but I'm like in some teams I have like more uh, uh, you're Charles Barkley yeah so when there I would get go. down there I was so but that's why you would just deem me up out of the lane yeah, yeah. And well I yeah could, he's used to play against like tall thick black guys and now in the rec league he's going up against Mark Saratella yeah it's fine yeah <laughs> I'm just like holy you're shit you're a big boy for that, for that league yeah, we've, then, yeah. Th- then we had Mark do you know, remember Mark the white guy on yeah, our team yeah. we called him Fun White thing. Howard White Howard. <laughs> dude, he was an end lefty, dude. Yeah, he changed the league because now everyone's like, nobody could cover that guy. Yeah. And then it became a, an arms race. Yeah. Who, to, who can get him? Now everyone's got like D1 players who did <laughs> five minutes at the dude, comedy store on a so Sunday. Fuck now. I know. It's so like the Glassmans, Rick Glassman and Brett Moore and their team wins because they got this kind of Kurt. They're great. Rick and Brett are, are great players, but... Kurt is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he's, I don't think I've ever, and, and when you bring up to them, this is a comic league, right? Kurt's on stand, they go, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. And then they're like, he, and he did one show one time. He's never done a show since. Dude, when Brett Morn's coming off your bench, you got a good team. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that kid can hit. Oh, yeah. He's back to Vegas, right? Back to Vegas. Yeah. Well, but real quick, I want to hear what you think about, because you're a diehard Clippers fan. I want to yeah. hear what you think about LeBron, because we haven't talked uh, about it since it happened. I, uh, I love it. Yeah. I think it's changed the NBA. If you watch, before mm-hmm. he makes that move, everyone's gearing up right. They're for waiting. super teams. Yeah. Like, we're going to, you know, we're going to try to get Camille like Anthony to come to the Professor va- X of basketball. He's, it's a brilliant move. he goes, move. the rest of the X-Men follow. He just needs <laughs> one more championship in Cleveland, and he's going to be celebrated as one of the greatest ever. Yeah, because that one in Cleveland will make up for the seven years he was there and didn't get one, and the fact that he went away and got two in four years. 100%. I don't know why people brush by that so quickly. He, like, yeah, they were get like, we're going yeah. to get four, we're going to get seven, we're going to get 20, we're going to be fucking Capri Suns for everybody. Yeah. Like, all these promises. But like, still to get two in four years is in Four years yeah. in a row. And, and you're, it's and, amazing. And, and you're going to the finals. And any Miami Heat fan that's like, fuck that guy for leaving us, yeah. shut up. I've yeah. never okay. heard one guy. They, get, they found one dude on ESPN. They just yeah. ran that They just ran that clip yeah. over and over again. But everyone's like, he got us four years in a row. It's yeah. just like there's nothing you could do about that. And everyone gives him shit that he's chasing this. It's like at the end of the day, it's a different time. Yep. Okay? Jordan... Bird Magic, who everyone says everything yeah. about, they were lucky enough to play in giant markets yeah, with right. no salary cap for the most part. You're a very right. loose You're salary right. cap. It was easy to buy and sell everything. And then, excuse the word, their classic rape trades, which I, I hope nobody gets offended by that, but that's the best way of <laughs> saying it, in that the Lakers sure. used to trade like, hey, for we'll dra- you draft the Magic Johnson, we want him. Here's a sandwich, okay? You get a sandwich. We get Look at, go through the Wait, trades. Is, that how is it, it salami? Though. Yes. Is it salami? Uh, it is salami. Okay. It's Italian salami. 
ham and a turkey. Capical. Okay. One hundred percent. That's a pretty good sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> but if you go back and look at those trades, the, the the Lakers destroyed everybody in those trades. Yes, we did. If you look at the actual trade for Chris Paul that they made, it was going to be a classic Laker rape trade. Oh, shit. They were getting the number one player, draft picks, losing $40 million in salary. And Dan Gilbert's like, uh-oh, whoa, 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 whoa. How is this working out? And they killed it. And they should have killed it. Yeah. And, that, you know, so it, it's totally different thing. So you could say Jordan stayed, nobody chased him. Well, they were in big markets with no salary cap. Mm-hmm. Now it, it's like, it's hard. I think the conversation is going to eventually stop with everyone being like, Jordan Bird met. Like, eventually... That, like we're gonna stop comparing the times because you can't like they're not can't. comparable. Man. You can't. Jordan uh, was obviously the best ever because his game is incredible, but he also globalized the game. And LeBron uh, is just riding Jordan's coattails of what he did as far as globalizing it. But he also have to be that good to be to have every He's sponsor. So good. Yeah. I mean, like it makes me sad because Larry Bird's probably gonna leave the Mount Rushmore. Because mm-hmm. that's who he's going to... I mean, if you look at who's on Mount Rushmore, who's vulnerable yeah. at this moment yeah, is Larry Bird yeah, you got because your... he didn't play that long. Right. LeBron's also been dope in his... From the beginning, man. Dude, first game, from... 25 points against the Sacramento Kings. They made a commercial making fun of all the hype that he's playing against the Kings. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes and plays against the Kings. First game, 25 points. By the way, there's a family uh, in Wisconsin, a family of seven, sharing a bowl of SpaghettiOs right now, listening to this podcast, going like, yeah, 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 talk more about a guy deciding where he's going to go, continue to be a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's brilliant. But you know what? Yeah, he deserves every penny, man. The he guy deserves. Fucking, he's going to make Cleveland, he's going to make that city uh, relative again. And the businesses are going to flourish off of one person. 100%. He, he's a guy, like, when, you know, A-Rod didn't deserve all that money because he's a prick and he's... Uh, cheated. He cheated. LeBron deserves everything that comes to him. Uh, dude, 25 humans. points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds, 4 steals. Almost a triple-double. Yeah, LeBron first is game. You're going to read, gonna read one. it as Brad Williams? You're going to read it as, uh, as Bill Walton? As Bill Walton? Do, yeah, I, do I have a Bill no, Walton? No, you don't. That's why I want to put you okay. on the spot. Right. What is LeBron James. No, that's <laughs> Marv no, that, 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 Albert. Albert. Uh, uh, okay. I'll what, take Marv what, What's uh, Bill Walton's... Like okay. he's Michael, Jordan. Michael Jordan. How okay, could you ever call foul on Michael Jordan? He's one of the best ever. <laughs> <laughs> he would always, when the songs played the Bulls, he would Throw just stroke. Throw it down, big man. Yeah, yeah. He would stroke okay. Jordan's cock every game, every foul. Why would you ever call a foul on the greatest of all time? Yeah. Gary Payton is one of the best defensive players, but he does foul. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, Bill. If you look at LeBron James versus the Mavericks... In the first, no, who they lose to the first time with the Heat? The Mavericks was it? The, yeah, 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 the Mavs. LeBron James is the only guy I know who gets a triple double in the finals and gets shit for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't show up. I'm like the dude had a triple, like 19 points, yeah. like 16 rebounds, 15. It's like some insane. Like shit, that's how great he was. Dudes that big yeah. aren't meant to move that's like, that fast. That's like when Forrest Whitaker won his Academy Award, and they're like, yeah, but when uh, you know when he would come into the craft service, he'd look at him with his lazy eye, not yeah. his good eye. Yeah. Like, Dude, how picky you want to get? Yeah, that, it, it's crazy, like, right? Well, he did make Ghost Dog. Shut up. He's got an Academy Award. Ghost Dog? Yeah, I, that, yeah that was a Ghost Dog reference. How about that? You never I think you mean the... Ghost Dad. No, Ghost no. Dog. Or do you mean Snow Dogs? No, or no, no. You mean Phenomenon. For- <laughs> Forrest Whitaker was in a movie called Ghost Dog. By the way, we just went from Ghost Dog to Ghost Dad to fucking what? <laughs> snow dogs. Snow dogs snow dog. phenomenon. Say that f- ten times fast, by Cu- the way. Cuba Gooding Jr. was the Snow Dogs. Forrest Whitaker was in Ghost Dog, which is about him being Bill a Cosby ninja. was in Ghost Dad. Yes. 
You know what's so weird? It's like <laughs> these actors who get like out of nowhere get these Academy Award nominations and then they win. And then like their next movie is such dog crap. Yeah. And it's like it almost like really hurts their career. You know, it's like. Are you talking about Halle Berry? I'm talking about a bunch of people. Are you talking about Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yes, exactly. Yes. Snow Dog, you follow Snow Dogs? Is that that's the next movie you put out? Are you talking yeah, about after, Are you yeah. talking about uh, Hillary Swank following up her performance in Boys Don't Cry with The Core? She's so interesting. <laughs> She's won two, and then you don't hear from her hardly yeah, at all. Crazy, right? Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr., that's, has anybody else done that where they've gone from Jerry Maguire to Snow Dogs? That was a Paycheck movie, too. He also did that Cruise movie with Beyonce. Unbelievable, right? By the way, I really enjoyed saying... Ghost dog, ghost dad, snow dogs phenomenon. If you can say that ten times fast and send me an audio clip of that, <laughs> you you too will impress. Quick, actually, you know it would be great if that was like a four if that was a four pack of movies at Costco. Morgan oh Freeman God. did a commercial for it. And he was like, "Hi, I'm Morgan Freeman. When you're doing your holiday shopping this summer, go off out. Let me start over. Hi, I'm Morgan Freeman." When you're looking to get some movies that you really enjoy and the whole family's coming into town, there's only four movies I can recommend. Ghost Dog, Ghost Dad, Snow Dogs, Phenomenon. <laughs> it's the full pack of the essentials of Hollywood. Cuba Gooding, Bill Cosby, Forrest W., and Johnny T. Oh, my God. That's so Somebody's great. getting a hand job in a massage parlor. Like, Somebody's dying and coming back as a dad. Somebody's taking dogs on the ride for their life. And Ghost Dog, I have not seen. You mean you, you haven't seen Ghost Dog, The Way of the Samurai, 1999's runaway classic? I would, if you would have told me that was a samurai movie, I would never have guessed that in a million years. Yeah, it's a samurai. That's my favorite part of any movie title. The blah, 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 and then the, the, the after the colon. Like, what? What was it? The the rise of the samurai? Ghost dog, the way of the samurai. The let let me read you the tag. Oh. An African American mafia hitman. Start over. <laughs> what accent was that? Akron? Yes, he's from Ohio. Um, <laughs> an Akron American. Yeah, man. Not from Cleveland, wow. dog. I'm Akron. He's Akron. He, he, he knew LeBron. <laughs> an African American mafia hitman who models himself after the samurai of old finds himself targeted by death uh, from the mob. Yeah, who doesn't want to go see that shit? Sign I would, me up. I actually would like to go see yeah, that, that shit. Sounds actually Ghost great. Dog, 1999. <laughs> Look it up. The American feel-good holiday classic. Is there any movie you're like, I can't believe this wasn't bigger? Um, you're like, this is so good, and it flies under the radar. The, hur- and the Hurricane with Denzel Washington. Really? Yeah. He got that, was for big. that was kind of big. That was kind of big. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, a uh, movie called uh, Employee Angels, of the Month, Angels in not the Dane's oh. one, which I have never seen. Probably it's great. But there's this other one called Employee of the Month that came out before that. Okay. And it was written by a buddy of mine who's since passed away, Jay Leggett. And man... It is so... Jay Leg was in Living Color for a little bit. Yeah, he right. was in Living Color. That's hilarious. He put me in my first movie I ever did, which is coming out called Live New Girls, which Live is hilarious. Live New nice. Girls. I have two credits with the same name. Fuck yeah. yeah but buddy. it was really funny. And he, I, the worst part is, like, I find out he passed away. And then, you know, I'm trying to, like, write some stuff on my website about him. And I Google, and I find out he wrote this movie, which I thought was one of the... I wish I never had a chance to tell him how great... That movie was. That movie was edgy before edgy became cool now. Oh, where, like, you were, you know, with workaholics and yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, it was really edgy. It was so good. I did a scene of it in one of my acting classes oh, at shit. the Beverly Hills Playhouse. Okay. Which I used to love to be there. I used to bang chicks <laughs> on the main stage. All right. So, I went to uh, rehearsal. 
So Dude, yeah. Why we were rehearsing at night? They always wanted you to do one thing on the main stage, and I'm doing this thing, and there's this gorgeous drop dead. Imagine Tara Patrick if she was Mexican. Okay. Which is what this girl looked like, and we're, we're doing this scene, and she has a nighty on, and her tits pop out, and she doesn't put it back, and she just gives me the ogling look, and I'm like, pounce now, <laughs> and I pounce, and I just bang this chick right there. It was one of the greatest things ever. So any any prepubescent males listening, if you're in an acting class, yes, and you're, in, did you and guys take acting classes? A, yeah, yeah, oh, that's it's what I came great out here for, for yeah. crushing it, dude. Yeah, but I took private lessons. You don't do that? No. Oh, okay. You go to the group class. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing it all wrong, people. Yeah, you got to be around. Well, other I mean, I don't think you have a problem meeting girls, so I don't think you got that. But if you're a guy who just is out there trying to make it happen, no better place. So that's a movie you recommend. What? Employee of the Month. Oh, yeah. But, but so I do this scene. This mm-hmm. is how much I love this movie. I do the scene. Afterwards, my, my teacher is fuming. Like, you could see smoke coming out of his ears. Mm-hmm. Ask me why I would... Was Yosemite Sam? Yeah. <laughs> Dang, nabbit! Wow. That rabbit! <laughs> so... Why'd you do that scene there, varmint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, great. Brad's impressions... Why'd you go Bill Walton? You should have <laughs> gone Yosemite Sam. But seeing Brad's face conform, he really puts a lot... Like, he leaned back. I tried, man. Like, well, because I want to burst it's the eardrums of our listeners. Dude, as soon as your nephew is old enough to know what cartoons are, oh. you got to start busting out the Yosemite Yosemite Sam at dinner. Yo, Simity Sam. Right. I'm the rootinest, tootinest cowboy in the West. Oh, wanna, my God. Yeah, you might have shaved awesome. that goatee, though. I you. didn't know I had a Yosemite Sam impression. Now you got <laughs> it. If I had a giant sombrero, I would stick it on your fucking head. <laughs> you should go that every year, by the way. That's who you are. <laughs> well, he was a midget, if you, if you remember. Have you ever gone into Can we say midget? I yeah, just kept you saying say little midget. people. Yeah, I could person. do it. Yeah. I could yeah. do it, yeah. 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 I should go as Yosemite Sam. Uh, dude, it would be classic. And then, and, and then do that move where he fires the two guns on the ground, then he flies up in the air. Yeah. Holy oh, my shit. God. That's what I do. That's what I do when the girl agrees to go home with me. Oh, my, it's like, yeah, it, I'll go home with you <laughs> when I just fly up in the air. Is there a way? <laughs> Is there a way we can incorporate that into one of your naughty shows? Fuck like, yeah. He gives like the Yosemite stamp of approval. Yeah. Where if a chick comes out and she does a dance and it's so hot and it's it's so great, like almost like star shirts instead of like, you know, three and three quarter stars. It's three and three quarter shoot 'em up. We'd have to do some kind of thing in the back. I know, we gotta do a wire <laughs> thing. Just some so guy in the back. Yo, yeah, up. <laughs> I fly up. If you had a, 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 a fog machine, you could you that could mask the wire. Would be awesome. <laughs> so I do this guess I do this scene. Sorry, I, I just way, feel like longest Yosemite Sam tangent of all. And it deserves. I just yeah, feel like we've gone on a million things. Anyways, I do the scene. My my teacher hates it. I quit mm-hmm. the class. Because of that scene? It was such yeah. a great moment. I'm like, if you don't get that, then what am I here for? I get it. We can do Shakespeare all fucking day. Don't know where that's rel- relevant yeah, right now. Yeah. It, it's such a great movie. If you can watch the original Employee of the Month. Okay. All right. It's so fucking Done. funny. We, are, we all have our homework. Uh, so anyways, I did his movie, and that's it. I don't know where that story Well, Okay, so now... Well, let's cut to... All right, so after college, you became the super funny dude. Yeah. You started doing during stand-up. College, yeah. yeah, during college. And then how do you transition to coming out here and getting going to... So I, I'm with the Mutiny. Career. I'm doing stand-up everywhere. I am... I peak at having my Mutiny troupe in three different station casinos during the week. I have my own show at a hotel on the, sunset, on the uh, Las Vegas Strip. And I'm opening for headliners at the Riviera. At some point, I realized this is as far as I can go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is it. So I got to go to L.A. So I go to L.A. And I'm very blessed. I had one joke that people just loved. 
and it was called Handicapped Stripper. <laughs> and it was this real huge act out. Was uh, Forrest Whitaker in that one, too? Yeah. <laughs> it was a stripper with a lazy eye and even lazier legs. And, uh, <laughs> and I did it. And people just love this joke because, again, everybody's trying to be Seinfeld. And that was great. Right. And here comes this guy. Who's Seinfeld just, didn't have a handicapped stripper bit, did he? No, it's no. the deal with handicapped What's strippers. What's up with this handicapped stripper? You tell him you're in a time crunch. They take 10 minutes to get off the stage. Get to your dick. Oh, really? I gotta pay for the lap dance and I have to lift you off the stage? Why did I just become Adam, the manager of the comedy store? Why, guys? So I, I got picked up very quickly at the comedy store. I got picked up comedy store, laugh factory, improv immediately. Okay, you're mm-hmm. in the circuit. And I just started doing stand up and things were going great. Uh, I was killing it at the comedy store. I was getting bumped nightly by Andrew Dice Clay. Uh, Andrew Dice Clay and Joe Rogan, Eddie Griffin. Mm-hmm. And I start doing, uh, so I'm doing, I get a call from these guys doing Vivid Video Comedy Tour, and they're like, hey, come do our show. And I've told this before, where uh, I'm going to do a show, it's in Irvine at the old Im- Irvine Improv. And they're like, dude, you gotta get here quickly, or else we're gonna have to put Burt Kreischer up, and you're gonna have to follow Burt Kreischer. And mm-hmm. Burt Kreischer was my friend, yeah. and he's hilarious. And he's a monster. And, yeah. and, and he just murders. Yeah. But I've been following Rogan, Dice, and Eddie Griffin doing an hour and a half. So I'm like, I, I, I should be fine. It's making you really strong, by the way, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I mean, it's like, it's both good and bad. Yeah. I'll tell you why. It's like I learned to follow a force of nature. But sometimes you don't always have to follow a force of nature. Yes. And sometimes what young people who stay in L.A. too long, young comics, they don't realize that headlining is a... It's an arc of you. It's it's yeah. not it's, it's LA sets are like boom 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 boom. You're going yeah. like reservoir dogs shooting minutes. as many bullets right. yeah, exactly. as you can trying to get as high a body count. Whereas when you go on the road, it's an it's a it's about you Levels. and it's it, three acts. Yeah. There's a, there's a you have a flow. It's the experience of Adam Ray or Brad Williams. Yeah. It's the experience of that. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be murder fest the whole time because by the time you get 30, 40 minutes in, they're going to be beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've mm-hmm. already seen 30, 40 minutes right. of show. Of they're crush tired. Fest. Gotta they're help you tired. if your feature's a murderer. Yeah. Right. So now they got 35 or 30 minutes from him of murder fest. Then another 30 to 40 of you murder fest. They're going to be tired. Dude. They're yep. tired. Yeah, yeah. So you have to let them breathe. Mm-hmm. So, and sometimes I went straight to headliner. I wasn't blessed with be, having someone take me on the road because probably I was a little too high energy and too yeah. dirty for some yeah. people to want to have to fall. And mm-hmm. I understand that. You know, uh, so I went straight to headliner right out the gate. Boom. There you're doing shows. And I always thought, I, I always treat like I was following Joe Rogan on a, in an EOR. Yeah. It, it wasn't that. So yeah. for a little while, that kind of hurt my. My whole because thing. you were just trying to fucking knock out punch from the right out the right game. The They're time. like wrong hole, wrong hole, wrong <laughs> hole. It's like chicks trying to grab you. So don't go back there. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit of foreplay first. Yeah, you gotta yeah, build yeah. up. You got build up. Take it slow, yeah. man. Uh, so, uh, so I mean, you're, so so you're, so you're driving down there. They say they, they get they, there. Yeah, they say we're gonna put up Bert. We're gonna put up Bert, and I love Bert. He's been a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. We met at the one night. I met Steve Byrne and Bert Kreischer in the same night, and we've been friends ever since. That's awesome. We did the uh, National Lampoon's Young Comedian special. There it is. And we always have. We've been very good friends since then and so i'm like put him up if i get there i get there you know so i get there he's up murdering it murder fest i'm like ah yeah. fuck it what are you gonna do so i walk up i drop my first line crush fest 20 minutes of just flame throwing the room and then i'm like this is my crowd that's mm. what and so i've always been like how do i find my crowd and that's ever since then that's always been what to do i like dark dirty comedy i think it's funny a lot of people tend to think it's easy comedy. I hear a lot of people say, oh, dude, 
Going dirty is easy. I go, you know, oh, God. talking no, about your not. kids, no, going not. to Walmart. That's that's easy. Yeah. Like, David Tell, uh, uh, Joe Rogan, yeah. don't tell me that's easy shit. Yeah, you watch those guys, you're like, holy Because guess what? Most dirty shit yeah. makes people cringe. But if you're likable yeah, and, and you're finding a clever way to do it with, a, with an opinion without just doing shock value shit... People, that, that's what's tough about right because if you can just go on stage and say fucking anal sex over and over and over again and make three million dollars a year we would all be doing that yeah it's i've hard. tried it's I've hard tried. to do that <laughs> the butt fucking tour never took off <laughs> i give away free tour. butt plugs and everything jesus i was always hoping that was going to be one of oprah's favorite things just like a big surprise <laughs> guess like what you, you're seeing on yeah yeah, butt plug, yeah. What the you hell? get a butt plug you get a butt plug and it's but also just the fact that it would be because her favorite things was always like you know this new like you know cream cheese or like this right. new book or this new shower curtain. It's you a know. it's a pumpkin flavored bookmark. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Always some weird, very specific things. So if it was if butt plugs followed like a pumpkin flavored bookmark, I've just always believed in. Be- I, you know, the one thing I hated was people would always say, "Just be honest on stage." I'm like, that's really easy for people whose honesty is. Accepted by the masses. Do you yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, totally there's only did. some kind of like, oh, my wife is crazy. I'm being honest here. You know, it's like that's yeah. that's an easy thing to accept. You know, I once got robbed by a hooker buying drugs back in the day when I did it. I got robbed by the same hooker twice in one day. <laughs> try talking about that on fucking stage. See how people want that kind of honesty. Try, try talking about that on the podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that story? Well, you know, it was just like I used to party a lot, man. You know, it's like I went through a, I, I was sober. I used to party, but I never got robbed by the hook, uh, hooker. Well, some of us night. party a little a term, harder. Is there a term for that? When it's you called get... stupidity. <laughs> there you go. It's called being dumb. I was an idiot. I was just like, I, you know, I got sober a long time ago, and I, I ended up doing, like, uh, doing this show, and I, uh, I, I had to do stunts, and I would get hurt, and I was like, popping. I had to pop Vicodin to numb the pain. It was getting that bad. Was and this that, the Spike TV show? Yeah, okay. and then it just, it just, that just started it off, and then I yeah. got into some crazy stuff, and I would always get sober, and then you get rid of your friends who could help you find the things you're looking for. So then eventually, you're just like driving around trying to find somebody, and you know who's got drugs? Hookers always have drugs. Yep. So you're like, ah, you know, I say it like everybody, and that's a fact, but you know, it's like. <laughs> I'm yeah. driving by Donut Time. I'm like, is anybody here? Yeah. So I see this one person, girl, and I'm like, hey, get in. Hey, can you help me get some? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'll throw you a little cash if you take care of me. And I, you know, I've told this before. Like, If the hooker ever grabs her purse, just know she's not coming back. That's a classic. Like, if she leaves her purse in there. Is that in a fortune cookie or did an old man tell you that under a bridge? <laughs> can we get a little, little uh, what? Buddhism here? A yeah. little, like, uh, yeah. uh, listen, if... A hooker ever leaves. No, do it as Michael Caine, please. Do it. Do okay, it, yeah. I would do it as Michael Caine. That's much right. better. Because if a hooker ever goes back for her purse, just know she's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Words to live by. So I'm like, oh man. Then she was kicking around an STD the size of a tangerine. There, <laughs> <laughs> I got a tumor on my nuts. Uh, but that's the thing. I never was into fooling around them. I just wanted, I just wanted the, the things, yeah. give them their money, yeah. go away, and then I would just go b- be by myself. So I'm like, here's the money. I'll give you some cash. You can keep it. You keep the cash. Give me a little stuff, and you can go. So she would jump out. They would come, and you would be sitting there like 40 minutes in your car going, ah, she ain't coming back, dude. She ain't coming back. So I'm like, ah, oh, goddamn. So i drive around, and I'd be like, this sucks, man. I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, but I really want to party. Uh, let me see if I can find anyone else. And then I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I see the same chick. I'm like, okay, dude. Here's how it goes. 
Nobody is that cruel that they would do it twice to somebody. <laughs> you you put so much faith in, in this huma- donut hooker. Humanity. <laughs> humanity. So I yeah. pull up. She jumps in and we're. She's like, "I'm sorry, baby. You know, I I, I tried finding you. You weren't there." I'm like, "Okay, I that's tried fine." Finding you. I'm like, "Listen, let's do this one more time. Just don't." You know, don't shit happens. Yeah. Shit yeah, yeah, happens, yeah. man. People have bad days. <laughs> you oh know, we've all, who hasn't had a bad day? You just had a bad moment. <laughs> We're humans. We're connecting wow. on human I love levels. This. Yeah. Here's some more cash. Pulls over, <laughs> grabs her purse, goes, like, oh, damn you. Oh. And, yeah, that's my story, dude. So you got robbed by the same hooker twice. With not, I mean, just in the same day, like within an hour of each other. Within, like, two hours of each other. Wow. Hey, hey fool me once. Uh, I'm going to give you more cash. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> fool me twice. I'm probably going to fucking a, take I'm, off. That's available on samtriplee.com, that T-shirt. <laughs> fool me three fool times. Fool me once. You're a damn clever hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, uh, we uh, man, we got to wrap this up. That's but, fine. Uh, but wait, your album. Let's talk about your album. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, it's called uh, Believe in Yourself. Yeah. It's on uh, iTunes. Hell yeah. And uh, it did really well. And uh, all the feedback has been phenomenal. Of course. Ever- Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. But because sometimes you just troll people. You're like, never right. not hilarious. I've seen you uh, so many times in the last seven years since I started. Always, whether there's four people, will or you please house. run show business? Please, will you be in charge of everything? Man, I need somebody. He's, try, oh, he, he's trying to wait for that whole Jewish thing to kick in, and then all of a sudden he runs yeah. the place. But it's just not happening. You're doing man. great. Yeah, You're I mean, you know, I'm, it. I'm grinding. It's, You're grinding. Oh, it's a grind. You're never doing stops. it though. I listen. Yeah. The only time you go crazy is when you compare. I was two years ago, so and I, you have to remind yourself of that. Like you know, because you're up. comparing always, it to what other people are doing. That mm-hmm. I've gotten better about not doing that, but but also not like just what I don't like, what I want, and don't have now, and like I'm always looking ahead instead of instead of occasionally going, hey, remember th- remember in 2007 when you got a coin to gym and you thought here we go, yeah, <laughs> and it took five more years for you to book something. Remember how shitty that time was? Yeah, exactly. So and now you, get, you do comedy more. And 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 uh, you, when was the last time you worked a day job? Uh, 2011, dude. When I got go. fired as, as from Wolverine. Yeah, dude, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You know, I um, mean, you're headlining. Yeah. You were you were running around with Carl's Forever. And now mm-hmm. you're doing it on your own. And yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, that's so amazing. We, yeah. we have I mean, to we, take stock in what we did because then you travel the country and you see all the guys that are trying to be even where we're at and, and not doing it. And it's, and it's so hard it's to hard just to be like, there. I'm going to live in Ohio and be oh. a headlining comedian. It's yeah. so hard now. Yeah. And yeah. that's why you got to be, you know, it's happy. So, I mean, especially me, dude. I mean, I've done shows where you see me, DVDs where like, Everybody opening for me is now has a major TV show. Yeah. You know, it's like sometimes I'm just just doing Deer Hunter every two seconds. Like, okay, just keep it fucking going. Let's keep it going. You know. Yeah. But I just I'm very happy doing what I'm doing. So yeah. I got that. I got this ama- my CD. If you listen to it, I I know it's an hour of power because yeah. I'd made a mistake of not putting out a CD for a while. So this was like like four or five years oh, of the like. It's a, damn, yes. it's a damn best of tour. It it's really is. Nothing but hits. So now I'm getting ready to do my next one because I want to put one. I'm going to try to put out one or two, one every year, year and nice, a half. dude. Mm-hmm. And you can do it, dude, you if you actually focus. So yeah. uh, this Where, one's great. Where'd you record this one at? Edmonton. Have you ever done the Edmonton comic strip? I have, and it's awesome. It's like literally one of the best clubs. Have you ever played it? No. You it, have it's to in, play it, this. It's in the middle of a mall. It, it's the best. Like the. All right, here's the story I, 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 I tell from that club. I got uh, – that's the only time a heckler actually, like, checked himself. 
here's how nice comedians are. He apologized. He heckled to me, and then in the perfect like Edmonton accent, just goes, "I'm sorry about that. I shouldn't have yelled that out to you. That was not. That was not. That was not cool of me to do." Dude, this guy, I'm doing my jokes. This best. guy goes, hey, dude, did you come all the way to L.A. to tell those stupid jokes? I go, what are you talking about? He's like, tell better jokes. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, okay, I'm sorry. Can I pay my bill? I want to tip out my waitress before I leave. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. And then he's, leaving. he's like, I'm sorry I did that. And he walked out. Are, those, are these the parents from Bobby's World? <laughs> <laughs> They're so nice. Like, 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 we're used to hecklers stabbing people on the way yeah. out. Like, like, that's what or we're doing a high doing. Hitler to me when I talk about being Jewish. Oh, yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I did, uh, I, I mean, I tell on the new CD that I'm working on, the new hour has a joke about me getting heckled and involves like me calling Joe Rogan because she said I did his joke and me, him on the phone telling her to go fuck That's on the CD? No, this new one. This new one. I'm telling stories on that. So the album's called Believe in Yourself. It's really good. And then July 29th, my good friend Brad Williams is going to be in a show I call the Rock and Pole World Championships. And it's a karaoke pole dancing. I make tag teams. I hook singers up with dancers. And it's like the old video, like the White Snake video, where it's like, here I go again. And Tawny Katane is just grinding on cars. And it's like team tag team competition. I have two short is one of the celebrity judges. Tara Patrick's doing burlesque. Clown Who's singing? Uh, the, I get contestants. Yeah. Let me be a contestant. <laughs> Would you do that? You know I love to sing. I, you it, know I kill it in karaoke. I mean, but dude, can you kill it? Because this is murder fest. My go-to yeah. is... My, I open with Bohemian Rhapsody when I do it. <laughs> if what you does that want, tell you? I can hook I you up with a bar. To, Winner gets 500 plus weed and, and sex toys. Well, I mean, you uh, ha- I mean, can you throw in some uh, oatmeal yeah. uh, granola bar? Yes, all of that sounds great. Are you Please. here July 29th? I am. I, all right. I will hook you up with a dancer. I'm telling you. I was you, supposed to judge the roast battle, but I'm not anymore. If there you, you, you want to do it, I'll hook you up with a dancer. So she dances while I sing, or we're t- you're, we you're, sing together? No, you sing, she dances, and you guys choreograph, like talk to each other. The more theatrical the show, the better the show. It's he did it before. Yeah, it's, it is it's packed nuts. out. Celebrities will be there. I'm sponsored by a weed yeah, company I'm called in. Caviar Gold. I'm in the strongest weed company I'm ever. In. And then uh, I also <laughs> Hustler will be there. Hustler stores. Coming He's still down. trying to sell you. You're like, I'm, I'm good. Dude, I'm in. If you have me, I if, will get with this chick and practice and prepare. Yeah, just you got to go for like blood. Michael Caine. And I tell people inside our house rules. S- I always feel like first song I'm going with this, and second song I'm going to murder them with this. I go, no, every you don't know if you'll make the second round. Yeah, I've seen right. so many people like you see it in roast battles. They're like, I'm going to save these for the last. You're like, no. you don't know if you're going to make out, it. Come out, come out, yeah, guns yeah, ablaze, yeah, guns ablaze. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, That's correct. And then I'll be at the Madhouse during Comic Con this weekend. Fuck you. I don't know when this comes out. It'll but... be after Comic Con, but okay. Sorry. Well, I was at the Comic Con. <laughs> how great was that? But all your tour dates are samtriplee.com. Yeah, me and Red Band are doing. Uh, we're doing Tampa. Orlando, Jacksonville, the the eighth, ninth, and tenth. If you want to come see me and, and Brian Redband in Florida, go see Sam uh, anywhere you see him uh, in your city, or if you're in LA, uh, get his album because uh, he's one of the best. Believe Thank in yourself. You're very nice. Your, the, your appearance on this podcast, uh, people are going to get your album just from this because you were so fucking entertaining. And that's what <laughs> yeah. you got to do, man. You got to fucking like you got to you, you got to make sir. people who uh, who don't have the album want to go get it, and you just did that. I, if you listen to it, you'll love it. If you don't, I'll buy it back from you. You know what? I'll tell you one person who's going to get it. Rudy Tomjanovich. Yes. <laughs> Boom. We worked them all in. So that's the show.
it's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleisinger. Schleisinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.